0: This is the Backseat Directors Podcast, and I am your host, Andre Hutchins, and this is our monthly episode of Movies Coming Soon. So on today's episode, we will recap and review the month of August, select our favorite movies from that month, and then we will preview what's to come for the month of September. Now I know these months maybe seem dry to some of uh, you movie fans out there. But uh, there have actually been some really good movies in the month of August, and I think that there are going to be some really good movies coming out in September. On today's episode, I am joined by my good friend and fellow movie reviewer with the same name, Andre. (laughs) Andre is uh, the writer for many different movie outlets. Uh, He has his own called The Formal Review. He also writes for uh, Box Office Buzz and Movie Hype HQ, and uh, this is the second time I've had Andre on this episode with me, and uh, I I think he's going to actually continue to be on this episode, uh, this monthly Movies Coming Soon episode with me for the foreseeable future. Um, So again, very happy to have him, so glad you guys are joining us today. We've got a lot of great stuff to cover, so let's go ahead and get things going.
1: Hang on to your seats.
0: Well, Andre, welcome back.
1: Well, thanks for having me once again. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. No, I'm happy to have you. You know, uh, um, you know, just just a, a I guess a quick side note. Um, so my my uh, my usual partner, I guess, for this episode, Ramon. So he he's just he's swamped with school and work and things like that. So yeah, at least for the foreseeable future, I think I think as long as you want the job, man, the job is yours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm down for this. I mean, this is fun. So. Yeah, I well, get to sometimes find movies that I didn't know were coming out. So <laughs> uh, that's also a good thing. Yeah,
0: no, I, I'm totally with you. Like it just going into the research and things like that, you know, you're already aware of the movies that are, you know, that at least have some type of advertisement behind them, right. you know, and the ones that at least have trailers. But, you know, that's a, that's maybe maybe a third of all the movies that are actually coming out. You know, there's a bunch that you just never really know unless you're looking it up.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. Now, well, I, and and again, Andre, like I'm super happy to have you on just because um, you know, I I know I see a lot of movies every month. Um, you know, but there there are a few people that see more than me and I know you're <laughs> one of them. So <laughs> so I think you're the perfect person <laughs> to have on this episode anyway just because yeah, I mean, you're probably going to go see a lot of these movies, so. <laughs> so yes. So, um yeah. I do see a lot. That's for
1: sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of, are are you? uh, Did you have the movie pass before they dropped their price?
1: No, I haven't. I've never used it. Um, I'm still hesitant about it uh, because uh, so far, like this summer, a lot of my movies were screenings or like I had like free movies, so I haven't really seen the worth of it yet. And anytime that I have to pay, it's like at the like the artsy type theaters. Uh, yeah. From what I'm seeing, um, the customer service has been a little iffy. Oh gosh.
0: At best <laughs> at best. Um, <laughs> so I went on their website, you know, and they have like a, like a jobs or career section and, and there were three yeah. job posts and all three were for customer service. So it looks like they're trying to, <laughs> trying to <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And well, I, I, I signed up for Movie Pass. Um, I still haven't gotten it. It's been over two weeks now, and I'm so I'm still waiting to, you know, actually get to use it to figure out if it's even going to be worth it. So they say you get a two week free trial. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, okay, a- <laughs> Andre, yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is our monthly episode of movies coming soon. So we will. We'll do just like a quick recap of uh, the month of August and then we'll look toward the month of September and see what's coming out next. But um, before we do that, one of the things that I like to do is just select which movie um, was our favorite from the month of August. And so I was able to get out and see five movies in August and I believe you probably saw at least double that. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. How many movies Um, do you think you saw? I
1: don't actually know the count. (laughs) Um... I think I saw 7 movies so far.
0: Okay, not bad. Not bad, man. You know, and I I mean gosh, I I when I when I first started the podcast, I was trying to do a podcast on every single movie I saw. Um but it just it just wasn't realistic and uh and not everybody wants to hear a podcast on, you know, some mm-hmm. of those smaller yeah. movies anyway. Um so so yeah, so I saw 5 movies um in the month of August and I actually think, let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, and I did. I did a review on all five. So how about that? Okay. So Andre, why don't you go first? Which was your favorite movie from the month of August?
1: Um, for me, it was Detroit. Um, yeah, I, that movie just was really powerful, and I really enjoyed it. Um, as we said last month, the month was kind of lacking when it came to potential for fantastic films. So it was kind of saddening that. That was the first week. But, right, um, right. <laughs> but 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 there were some good films that came – other films that were enjoyable. So it was better than I expected the month to be.
0: Yeah. Did you have a runner-up, like uh, one that maybe uh, – kind of like your second favorite, I guess, from that month?
1: Yeah. Uh, my second favorite was uh, – the English translation is In This Corner of the World, um, which is this – Uh, Japanese anime film that was released in Japan back in 2016, but it just came to the United States um, uh, I think a few weeks ago, and I just realized that it came to a theater, and I went to it right away. And it's about, essentially, um, about this girl who is living in this small port town, Kure, um, that's like the neighboring town to Hiroshima, and it's about like the years leading up to The atomic bomb that was dropped oh wow yeah it's really uh a really fantastic film um and really enjoyable um seeing like a i guess simplistic view of what the japanese side of things were because especially with a lot of american audiences you hear like a lot of like um the american side and the american point of view of that story but you don't see like a i guess um a civilian type of viewpoint of that disaster and how much it was affected um, by the people in the area. And this film um, won essentially the best animated film for, I, I think it's the equivalent of the Japanese Academy Award for animation. So it's really good. And there were some, I guess, slower parts um, to it, but I, for me, that didn't bother me too much, but it could have bothered me bothered others. Um, but for me, yeah, that's the, definitely the runner up when it came to this film. What was the name um, of that it, film again? Uh, in this corner of the world.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to, re- you know, just remember from our previous episode that we did last month and, uh, I, I don't remember that being on our list. I'm trying to remember, but it, I mean, gosh, just from your description alone, I, I, I'm already convinced that this is a movie that I got to see especially yeah, uh, especially yeah anything that's related to World War II, whether it's live action or animated uh, you know I'll I'll definitely watch it
1: yeah it's definitely good like I didn't know it came out in August I like I, I completely missed it and then like I was just looking at like a few showtimes at movies near me and I legit saw it I was like oh I I need to go see this I legit went that day and I saw it <laughs> oh nice yeah no that's <laughs> yeah, so, awesome
0: that's really good uh, yeah. so okay so yeah for the month of August um, yeah just like you already said um, in, you know, compared to the other summer months, August was pretty light. Um, but I, there were actually, I was surprised at, at the films that I saw, you know, just how much I actually enjoyed them, you know? So even though there weren't that many blockbusters, you know, yeah. movies that are going to go over like $500 million in the box office, which is fine. Like I wasn't expecting any of these two, but, um, no, there, there were a lot of good ones and, and I, you know, I, I enjoyed Detroit. Um, I, I really did. And I think it's a movie that everybody should see. It's it's just like, I I, I think you and I, we were <laughs> just before we started recording, we were talking about Schindler's list just for a second. You know, it's, it's just one of those movies that it, it is critical to our history, you know, m- yeah. m- maybe not, you know, necessarily the history of the world as like Schindler's list, World War Two, whatever, but, but, um, how critical it is to the history of our country. And so I, I, I think everybody should go see Detroit. Um, I can't say that it was my favorite film, though. And I was actually trying to trying to decide between um, The Glass Castle and The Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, did you see The Glass Castle by chance? I can't remember if you put out a review for that.
1: I haven't seen that yet. I was actually planning on seeing that tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not 100% Yet, if I can or not, but that's what I was planning on seeing.
0: So The Glass Castle, I think it got like a 45% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, it wasn't getting the greatest of reviews, and that's fine. But I was blown away by Woody Harrelson and um, um, a Brie Larson and their performances mm-hmm. in this movie. And the story itself, I, I really, really enjoyed the story. It's a true story. It's based off the memoir of Jeanette Walls, like... It's yeah. just, it was a fantastic movie um, and it's a movie I would rewatch, you know, um, even though it, it, it's difficult and there are a lot of different, uh, I guess, more difficult and hard scenes to watch just because of the things that these kids go through in the movie, but I really liked it. And so I, that's my choice. My runner up is going to go to Hitman's bodyguard because super low expectations going to this movie walked away just laughing my head off um i i don't know did you did you like i really like this movie did you like it as
1: much as me I don't, I don't think i liked it as much as you but i did like it i mean it, it essentially um made my expectations for it i i went in thinking it was going to be a comedy with uh samuel jackson being samuel jackson and ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds and that's exactly what I got. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying like obviously best actor for either of them, but it was still an enjoyable time that I wouldn't mind rewatching.
0: Yeah. I, so my, I, I mean, you chose Detroit. I remember as the movie you were most excited to see for yeah. the month of August. The one that I chose was Logan lucky. And I think, I think my expectations for this movie were way too high and it's mm-hmm. not that it was a bad movie. Cause I don't think it was a bad movie. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping. I, I think you like that one more than me, but, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, but again, you know, uh, definitely surprising for the month of August for the movies yeah. that I was able to see and how many that I liked. Um, so yeah, overall a pretty good month. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to include Terminator two in our selection just because yeah, that's, a, that, that's unfair i think it's unfair because i would have chosen that one above all the movies anyway so <laughs> it's a re-release it it's not included <laughs> right <laughs> okay so andre this was a suggestion that you gave me um right before we started recording and I, and I like this so so when we talk about summer movies and and i don't know if this is like kind of the technical term for summer movies uh, but th- this is what I would consider summer—just anything that comes out from the month of May through August. Yeah. Um. And so you thought it'd be fun if we just go through and and talk about maybe our favorite movies from the summer, and then maybe select our favorite movie from these four months. So yeah. Why don't you go ahead? Tell me tell me your highlights or which movies you like the most, and then we'll we'll select we'll select our favorite.
1: Um. I guess uh, starting early off. Um. My favorites obviously were all the comic book and superhero ones that came out. I mean, you obviously have Wonder Woman, Guardians of the Galaxy, and other. And I really enjoyed those films. Um, I also enjoyed The Big Sick. I thought that was really good. Um, Detroit was really good. Like, like I just said, I mean, Dunkirk goes without saying. We mm-hmm. talked about that. War for the Planet of the Apes. I mean, this summer had a lot of great films. I mean, you also have Spider-Man: Homecoming as well. Yep. yep. Um. And and I also really like Baby Driver and uh, Girls Night, um, Girls Trip. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally think that that movie was abs- one of the funniest movies I've seen in a really long time. Really,
0: that's aw- yeah. That's surprising. That's awesome. I didn't see the movie, but uh, no, that's good. Yeah.
1: It, it i think it was hilarious um especially if you're a big um and i am a big fan of uh, malcolm d lee's work like if you like the best man movies um or he did uh the the latest barbershop films hmm. i mean i think like he like creates like really good characters that are absolutely hilarious i mean it's not like um it's a much better than the movie that came out earlier this year with Scarlett Johansson, the rough night. I mean, for me, the, the plots are very similar, um, which is, I think kind of why it didn't get as much, um, I guess box office numbers, but because people saw like the exact same thing, the only difference was essentially was a mostly white cast versus a mostly black cast. Like that's the, that's what people saw. But to me, one was clearly better than the other, yeah. and a lot and a lot funnier. So I think that was a really like hilarious film, and I think anyone should go watch it. If you're, it's a fun date night movie um, for anybody. I think. Even if you're a guy, you'll think it's there are funny bits. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I saw this and I thought it was hilarious, and I'm not. Uh, I've talked to a few other people who are guys, and they saw it and they thought it was funny too. So it's not just one of the. It's not just the movie for women. It's a, actually a very hilariously done film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then uh, what was the other one that I saw? I, I I mean, I think some people don't agree with me, but I really liked Atomic Blonde for what it was. I thought it was a fun action film. But those, I guess, are my biggest highlights of um, the summer. Oh, and also, it comes at night. That also was really good.
0: Did that? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That came out in. Uh, that come out on June. I
1: think, I think came so. Out in yeah. June.
0: Yeah. I did. Yeah. I not get to see that one. I, and I was, I was planning on doing a review of that one. I, I, I just didn't get enough time. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely at the top of my list for w- once it comes to Redbox. I'm definitely gonna go snag that one.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so, do you have do you have a favorite? Are you able to select a favorite? I know that's pretty hard because you, you listed a lot of good ones.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, like the best, I thought well put together film. I was, I think I'm still like on which was my favorite movie as we talked about last time of July. I think the big sick as a just an overall movie fun story characters everything like as put together it was probably the best film having said that there were other films that were better theater experiences mm. like i wouldn't say the big sick is over dunkirk when it comes to going to the movies and seeing it in theaters but as a movie itself i really loved the big sick
0: Nice, nice, and I, I, gosh, I still have not seen (laughs) that movie, which, which is, it's just too bad because, I I, gosh, some of the your favorite movies that you listed, I still haven't seen, and I've seen a lot of movies this year. Um, No, I think, I think that's a very fair selection, and, um, um, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, a lot of these movies are ones that you know, every year, you know, people who are really looking forward to those big blockbuster movies, you know, the superhero movies that we were just talking about some of these other smaller movies, just like the big sick, they go, they go unnoticed, you know, and, and these are some of the best movies. And so, yeah, no, I, I think this is good just, you know, to give these movies a platform and for anyone else, you know, who hasn't seen it or hasn't even heard of it yet, you know, maybe this is a, you know, they time to get convinced because that, that's another ring and endorsement from you. I mean, gosh, if that's your selection from, you know, the last four months, that's pretty good. I'd say that's definitely high praise. Yeah. So, okay. So gosh, you covered a ton of movies and I'm actually, I'm just on my Instagram account right now. Cause I, I post <laughs> on, you know, all the movies that I review. And uh, for me, I, I, I think it, it, it just came down to two movies. I, um, at least just from the ones that I saw, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of good movies, in contention for kind of my favorite movie from the summer. The two it came down to though are wonder woman and Dunkirk. I, those are the only two movies this year that I have seen multiple times in theaters. So, you know, every other movie I've seen once I've seen both of those twice now. Um, And I was very tempted to go watch wonder woman, for a third time. Cause it's still in theaters. It's, it is still there. Yep. <laughs> um, with, like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty surprising. And I think Dunkirk will probably stay in there for a, a little bit longer too, at least a few more weeks, but um, gosh, and it's, it's hard for me to choose between these two because of how much I enjoyed both of them. But, uh, right. So I think that my decision is going to come down to which one am I going to be most looking forward to see once it comes to video. And, uh, I think it's wonder woman. And and it's Wonder Woman because the home viewing experience is going to be much better with Wonder Woman than it will be with Dunkirk. So yeah, so yeah, so I'm going to give it to Wonder Woman. Definitely, very surprised. Uh, Probably the best you know DC Comics movie to come out yet. I think most people agree on that. Um, And yeah, just gosh, that movie, uh, that movie. I think it was the highest grossing domestic film um, of the summer. So yeah, I, I think so. it was approaching $800 million, which is so incredibly successful. Really yeah. good stuff. So,
1: Yeah, I loved Wonder Woman. I've, I saw it twice. And, I mean, it, it's a great film. Don't get me wrong. Um, there's, like some, the, I guess, some things that I had issues with. But, like, I loved seeing that film. And, similarly, I can't wait for um, to own it on Blu-ray. I mean, I think somebody on uh, Twitter, um, like, showed a picture of somebody. Because you can get it, I think, on on demand right now yeah i think mm-hmm. yeah and it's available like, eh, digital yeah i don't want it I, I want the actual like blu-ray i want it to <laughs> i don't want it to do it with like streaming internet i just want the physical disc to pop in my blu-ray flare and watch it. up yeah that's a, co- that's a uh,
0: conversation that you and i have had you and, and uh definitely definitely i mean i guess i guess you could call it old school not quite old yeah. school yet maybe in the next five years it'll be considered old school to continue to buy dvds and blu-rays you know um but uh you like to buy your own uh, physical copies of music too like CDs and stuff like yeah. that Yeah no, yeah now that's old school <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: I was uh, watching a uh, drumline the other night <laughs> If you want old school there was uh, there's a part that, like there's so many things where we're watching like these films honestly this movie came out in 2002 um and I'm like watching like holy crap this movie is extremely dated like they're playing like tic t- <laughs> They're playing tape decks. The way he calls his mom <laughs> from Atlanta to New York, he has to go to a pay phone, like the call collect phone that's are all over. Um and I'm like, wow, this is this is not even twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, things that technology has gone up so much. Uh, and I'm just like, eh. But my thing is, is that when it comes to uh, like movies especially, I love plopping the disc in and it's like i can look at my collection and say what movie am i want in the mood to watch i can just pop it in no matter what it is i can find it whereas like netflix i mean i don't get me wrong i use netflix a lot but i don't know if i want to watch like i don't know specifically rocky four and they don't have they have rock because netflix i know does this where they like give you the ones that not too many people will watch like they'll have like maybe rocky two or three for our (laughs) sake and right. so it's just, like, I want to watch this specific one, or if I want to do like a movie marathon, where which I will be probably doing eventually, and like watching like all Star Wars films from Episode One all the way through Rogue One and Episode Seven. Once come the end of the year, I'm planning to do that. Um, I can just pl- just go boom, boom, plop the disc in. And if they don't have all those all of them on Netflix for that specific month, but I mean, to be frank, they probably will unless the Dis- unless because you talked about this the Disney thing that's happening right
0: or... right and I think we're still I think we're still a couple years out I think 2019 is when that Disney streaming oh, okay. service is gonna get released but uh, no I'm with you you know and I don't really use Netflix for watching movies anyway it's it's for you know binge watching TV shows that's what right <laughs> specifically like the office in the parks and parks and Rec I, I think my wife and I have watched both of those shows you know, ten times through, and that's just oh, since we've I've been done married. Oh, so. <laughs> <So, laughs> the exact same uh, thing. exactly. Yeah, no, and and I'm with you. I think uh, I, I I buy a lot a lot of digital movies just because iTunes they do a lot of um, like five dollar sales uh, and on yeah. new movies too, and and so and sometimes they'll do like uh, bundle packages where you can get like six movies for like ten bucks. Um, yeah, but uh, no, but I'm with you. Like, if there's a movie that I know that i really like and i'm looking forward to it to you know to coming out to blu-ray i will buy it you know i'll buy a hard copy you know have my blu-ray disc and all that so right um, okay all right andre this, good stuff man let's go ahead and uh, we're going to jump into our main segment and that is uh, announcing uh movies coming soon for september
1: coming soon this
0: fall so Andre, uh, we've got five weeks to cover. Well, five Fridays in September to cover. Um, so let's go ahead and get on it. Uh, try to cruise through these as uh, um, as quick as we can, but definitely as detailed as we can for the listeners, so they don't you know, know what's coming out. But uh, so why don't you go ahead and start with week one, and that way uh, I'll I'll only announce two Fridays. You can announce three Fridays, and uh, and uh, so yeah, go ahead and take it away on week one.
1: Okay. Um, well, uh, this is. From my research, what I found is that there's not that much coming out this week. (laughs) Um, I know, uh, similar to Terminator 2, Close Encounters of the Third Kind is coming back Mm -hmm. um, in some theaters, um, which I think will be cool because obviously that's not a movie I saw in theaters when it came out because that's a pretty old film. Um, So I think that will be cool to see again um, because I haven't seen that – I don't even know how many years I saw it in like some sci-fi like class, I think back in high school. Um, oh, have
0: you not seen it recently?
1: Not, not recently. No, huh. like, it's been like a really long time since I've seen it.
0: Well, if you, I mean, if you plan on seeing it, I'm, I'm definitely going to be reading your review. If you do a review of it, just because I watched this movie recently, like in the last month and I, I had seen it years ago, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, but I watched it again recently. And, uh, I was surprised at how much I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, gosh, this is considered, you know, not just a classic Spielberg, uh, Spielberg film, but like a classic Hollywood film. Right. Um, And and there are multiple reasons for that. But for me, uh, you know, a Steven Spielberg, Spielberg film that holds up well for its age is like ET. And I love ET and I can watch ET anytime, but but this one, I, I just don't think it, it's, it's aged well. I, I just, I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of long and boring. But this is not a review of Close Encounters, so let's, let's <laughs> keep going. <laughs> um,
1: and then I know um, there's this one movie called, I think, Unlocked, which is a movie that was released uh, in the UK back in May. Mm-hmm. And it has... N- Numi Rapace, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. She's she's uh, Dr. Elizabeth Shaw from Prometheus.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Bloom, Michael Douglas, and John Malkovich. Oh, nice. That's a
0: pretty good cast.
1: Yeah, and it's about this CIA interrog- uh somebody interrogator who's undercover, who gets into this ruse that puts London at a biological warfare, biological attack. I'm not so sure on it, but the cast sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And that um but yeah, it's that movie's technically been out this entire summer, but I guess just in the UK and then now it's coming here. And then Inhumans is coming out on fr- uh, Friday as well, which is like a the first three episodes I think of the Marvel's Inhumans TV show.
0: Yeah, and I think it's IMAX only.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it has an interesting cast in that it has Ken Leung, I think is he was in Star Wars and X-Men The Last Stand. And um, for any Game of Thrones fans out there, uh, Ramsey Bolton, I think he, his actual name is Ewan Rehan. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. but um, he's in it. Um, and I mean, I'm interested... Uh, in seeing that, but I could wait until it comes out on television and watch it for f- essentially free. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't have to pay for an IMAX. But for, th- for this week, um, coming out on Friday, I, I, yeah, that's all I found. There wasn't much. No, I, and, and
0: I, I, I think the, I'll, I'll add just a couple because, one, so Tulip Fever is one that we announced for last month. And and I think the movie was supposed to get released back in August, but it has it, been pushed back. So the uh, the date that I'm seeing now is this Friday, September first. And again, that's a it's a movie starring Alicia Vikander, um, Zach Galifianakis, yeah. Zach as Judy Dench, uh, Cara Delevingne. Um, and so it's definitely got a, a solid cast. Um, I, I again, I'm I'm not sure you know what the quality of the movie is going to be. Uh, definitely interesting though. I think it has an interesting story. Um, and then yeah, there's, I... there's the comedy with, uh, Ed Helms called I do until I don't. So it, it <laughs> just looks kind of like a, one of those like husband, wife, marriage, uh, you know, ma- struggling marriage relationships, uh, comedies, you know? So, um, so yeah, those, those are the only ones that I had on week one. So yeah, we'll <laughs> so, okay. So this past weekend, um, apparently it was like the worst, worst weekend in like the last 15 or 16 years for the box. Yeah, office I heard about that. <laughs> um, there's a chance that this coming weekend in September is going to be that one. So, so we'll see, we'll see how week one does. So, yeah. okay. Okay. So I'll go ahead and do week two. Week two, week two is uh, it. Okay. It is yeah. the reason why week two is going to be exciting. So we have, we have the classical remake of Stephen King's classic horror novel, It. Um I, I don't know when the original one came out. So there was a movie and a TV like show, 90s. right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a miniseries. So technically this is an original film.
0: Okay. Okay, technically. so I so I can't I sh- I shouldn't say we re- remake because it's it's Yeah. It's like an an adaptation of the TV the miniseries. Book.
1: Well, no, it's actually an adaptation of the book. Right, right,
0: right of the novel. Of the novel. Yeah, but yeah. before that, it was – or I guess after the novel came the miniseries and now we actually have yeah. a feature film. Okay. Yeah. So this one <laughs> – I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but I'm really excited for this one. I think it's going to be good. And and one of the things that I really like about it is that is that we have like an all-kids cast. So Yeah. Um, and, and one of the stars of the movie is going to be, um, Jaden Lee, uh, oh gosh, wait, where did I write his name? Uh, So he started in in this, uh, this summer's film, um, the book of Henry awful movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) he did okay in that movie, but I'm actually looking forward to him kind of getting into this kind of role. I think he'll be really good in it. You also have Finn uh, Wolfhard who's Mike from stranger things, you know, the popular Netflix series yeah um but yeah i just i don't know i think it's gonna be good it's gonna be scary i think it's rated r um but you know with a cast of kids how scary can you get it you know is my i guess uh my question but i it I, gosh i'm gonna go see this movie definitely gonna go do a podcast review on it um yeah. so also that week uh there's home again uh, mm-hmm. starring reese weatherspoon um you also have uh lake bell pico alexander i think he's like the main male actor in the movie so reese weatherspoon she's a divorced single mom living in la and she i don't know if she's like going through like a midlife crisis but she invites like these three young like young 20 year olds to come live with them and she starts dating one of them it looks it looks weird i I, i've watched the trailer twice i'm not too interested in seeing it um but uh, uh, that will probably be like the second, you know, I, other than it, that'll probably be like the, you know, other big movie to come out that weekend. There are two though, that I wanted to highlight. These are going to be limited releases. The first one is called the Limehouse Golem. And, and I don't know if you look this one up, but it's star- starring Bill Nye. Nigh- uh, he is one Mm-mm. of my favorite British actors. I love this guy. He's, he is good in any movie that I see him in. I love his voice. Like, if he was just a voice actor, I would still love him. I just, I don't know. I think he's a really good actor. Um, yeah. I like, yeah. And so this one, I, I, I think it's, it's loosely based off of true events that took place in England. So a series of murders, uh, and I'm just going to kind of read the little synopsis here. A uh, series of murders has shaken the community to the point where people believe that only a legendary creature from dark times, the mythical so-called Golem, must be responsible um, so basically, it's just yeah, a string of of murders that uh, this older detective is trying to solve. and uh, it looks really dark, really mysterious, really creepy. I really like the trailer. Um, you know, so if if I'm able to actually see that one, I, I'm definitely gonna go try at least. so and then um, and then there is a documentary coming out that weekend. It's going to be a super controversial one, I think, just because of, you know, what I guess people's views on this. But it's called Trophy. So it's a documentary showing an in-depth look um, into the industries of big game hunting, breeding, and wildlife conservation in the U.S. and in Africa. Um, Watch the trailer. It looks pretty intriguing. I'm probably not going to go see this one. I'll wait till it comes to Netflix. But definitely a movie that I'm interested in seeing. So that's week two.
1: Yeah, um, I'm definitely, like, with It, um, I'm planning on also rewatching the miniseries because it's, because that movie really creeped me out as a kid when I saw it, <laughs> so I kind of want to rewatch it as an adult and see, um, see how that one's doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, uh, there's also, I, I found a few other films, um, one is called 9-11, huh. uh, which is um, based on a play called Elevator, and it takes place during the September 11th attacks. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and it has um, so it's about like these like mix of characters. They come together and then they're trapped in an elevator, dirt like in one of the twin towers. And it stars Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg, and, and also Louise Guzman. Guzman, I don't know exactly how to. So I'm I. The trailer looks really intense, um, and I'm intrigued by it because I kind of like what for obvious reasons. Like I like watching like uh, like really intense dramas and stuff like yeah, that. So, uh-huh. and I mean with nine eleven, it's gonna be hard not to be right, uh, right dramatic. But I don't know if this is just like a I guess an uh, Oscar push type of movie that ends up being kind of cheesy. I don't know. I know there's some controversy with it because of Charlie Sheen is being in a 9/11 film with him being more of a 9/11 truther type of person. Right, right. But I'm um, still like I uh, I like his acting and I, I love Whoopi Goldberg. Um, so I I I would potentially see it. And then there's also this other ridiculous movie that I found. It's called Gunshy. Which stars uh, Antonio Banderas and Olga Kurylenko? Um, which is about this like rock star that goes on vacation um, and is uh, his wife is kidnapped, so he has to go basically retrieve her. Huh. And it's directed by Simon West, who also did um, the first Tomb Raider movie, The Mechanic, Expendables 2. So it could be a decent action film. Um, I don't know how good the plot will be, but, but it, I mean, with films like that, those that have decent action in it. So, I mean, yeah, I think it could be decent.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look some of those up. I didn't see that on, uh, at least on the dates, uh, for September 8th, but yeah, no, I think September 8th has potential definitely. So, uh, what about, uh, what about weekend three? So September 15th,
1: um, September 15th, well, there's mother, with exclamation point, which is directed by Darren. Uh, I can never pronounce his last name. I think
0: it's. I think it's Aronofsky.
1: <laughs> yes, him. And for me, I'm actually really excited about this. I'm potentially with any of his films, I will see it. Um, just if his name is attached to it, he's one of those directors that I really enjoy um, because well, think, he. De- well,
0: yeah, and, I mean, he's most well known for Black Swan. I think that's probably his most well known movie, and, and one of his most recent. He also did the fountain and i really like the fountain
1: yeah um i really um i do really like um uh black swan a lot but he also um (laughs) one of my movies that i say is a really great film but i can't watch it ever again uh (laughs) Uh, Requiem for a Dream.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
1: that I think I think it's a really great film showing how addiction is. But I've watched it twice, and that's one too many. So yeah, yeah. Um, but and I mean, it has Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris, Michelle Pfeiffer, Kristen Wiig, and um, the Gleason brothers, both of them, Dom Hall, and uh, I don't remember the other one, the one he was in. Logan Lucky oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um so the cast seems good the directors the direction I think is going to be good so I'm excited for that like I mean it based on the trailer I don't think they gave too much away aside from the main like general thing of the plot which is just this woman um I mean his husband and wife are living in this tranquil setting and then this couple comes to visit them and then certain things happen. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm excited for that. Yeah.
0: And, and I think they've done a good job of not trying to reveal too much. And I just, cause I think they put an effort in, you know, making sure people don't know what the movie is about because even the movie posters, when you watch the trailer and then you look at the movie posters, it, it just like, it just—it's just more questions. So, yeah, <laughs> really? I, yeah, no, I—I I don't. I haven't think, seen the posters. Uh, so. Well, the, like it's just—I don't think the posters really line up with anything that I saw in the trailer, and so it just has me more intrigued. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, another movie that's coming out—it's called American Assassin, which has uh, Michael Keaton and. Dylan O'Brien, who is from the Maze Runner's films. I haven't seen them, but apparently he's in those. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about this guy who is on a revenge after certain terrorists like kill his parents and his fiance. And so the FBI, like, I think recruits him and then Michael Keaton trains him. I don't know about it too much. It could be decent. Uh, Michael Keaton's kind of – he's been – like had a career kind of resurgence in the past mm-hmm. few years, so he may be the reason to see this film. Aside, because c- otherwise, I don't know how good it would be.
0: Well, it's it's also for for all of our uh, Friday Night Light fans out there. It's got Taylor Kitchen in it, or AKA Tim oh, Riggins, yeah. <laughs>
1: or uh, what's his name, Tim um, Tim Riggins. Yeah. Uh, uh, why am I playing guys? Gambit? From oh the yeah, that's right. Chicks. Yeah. Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then there's also rebel in the rye, which is about, um, JD Salinger, um, in world war two. And it's about his, like how he ended up writing the catcher in the Rye, which I think is a cool type of, uh, I guess story. And it stars Nicholas Holt, um, who was in the X Men movies as Beast. Uh-huh. Uh, he's in a other films that I can't like pinpoint right now, but that's where he's mostly known for, I think. Um, and then also Kevin Spacey's in it, who plays like his mentor. So I think that that could be kind of interesting because I don't think there has been any films about Jading Salinger. So I think that, and it's a World War Two film, so that could be fairly interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, then there's Brad status, which yes. I think it's like limited, re- uh, release on the 15th, but then like wide release the following week. I'm not, I kind of got conflicting dates on that. So I wasn't sure, but I think that's yeah, right. I,
0: I have the 15th as well. September 15th for, yeah, limited release at, initially, yeah.
1: which I think looks interesting. Like it has, Um, I'm, it's written, I know, by Mike White, who also did School of Rock. Um, so I, and I think that it's kind of like an awkward, I guess, humor about a guy who kind of is going through a midlife crisis, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, I, so the vibe that I got was a very, um, Walter Mitty vibe. And, and, uh, so the first time I watched Walter Mitty, I, I didn't like it too much but I have since rewatched it probably five times and I really enjoy that movie. And so, yeah. And I, and I, I like Ben Stiller and kind of those, it's kind of those dry humor where he's a more serious type role. Um, but this definitely looks like a very introspective, um, like life contemplating movie. And I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it could be good.
1: Yeah. And it also has, um, well, for Office fans out there, Pam. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Jenna Fisher, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, Who will always, in my mind, be Pam, just like uh, John Krasinski will always be Jim. Yes. It's kind <laughs> of hard to ever take them any other way.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: <laughs> and then the last movie that I found, which I think is getting a limited release, and it's also getting a video-on-demand release at the same time, I think um it's called the wild wedding or willed wedding i'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how they're pronouncing it um it has glenn close john malkovich patrick stewart with hair um which is really odd to look at because he's been without hair for <laughs> i don't i don't even know how many years at this point point. <laughs> and in mini driver and it's about like essentially this takes place over i think over a weekend and it about this wedding and then so John Malkovich character I think is like an ex uh, Glenn Coase's character and he's trying to I guess try to break up the wedding between her and Patrick Stewart um, for this um, for their wedding mm-hmm. and it, I think like it's like her fourth wedding I think or something so I'm not exactly I'm, I'm kind of conflicted but it looks like one of those type of indie type of uh, I guess colorful films right and I Honestly, what's intriguing me the most about this film is Patrick Stewart with hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly the most that I could say is intriguing me about it because I—it's just there. I don't even remember seeing him ever with hair. Like all I remember is uh, obviously the Star Trek stuff, and then he went and obviously did Professor X uh, for the X Men films and. I mean, obviously, he's done plenty of other roles, but like for me, I honestly can only ever picture him, even though he hasn't aged in the past like thirty years, right? With no hair, aside from maybe like what a um, on the sides, if that. But this is like he has like a full head of hair. Yeah, so it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, there's only one movie that I wanted to add, and and this one is. Uh, so it, it actually, it's only going to be released for one night in select theaters. So, um, and it's, and it's going to get released on Thursday, September 14th. So this movie is called the heart of man. So I, I, I'm not sure if you've heard anything about this, but the only wow. reason why I know about this movie is because um, one of the persons that's interviewed in it, because I think it's kind of like, it's it's a movie like it's going to be like an actual movie movie with like, you know, actors, characters, a story. But I think they're also doing like, like many interviews throughout the movie. And one of the persons that gets interviewed is, um, is William Paul Young. And he is the author of a book called the shack. And so earlier this year, I think back in March, yes. February or March, uh, did you see that
1: movie? I, I did not, but I, heard your review of it
0: yeah so sam worthington he's the guy that stars in the movie he's the main character anyway yeah the the book and movie called the shack by william paul young and so i i saw on william paul's young facebook page that he posted you know an, a preview for this movie so again I, I don't even know if you know if i'm going to be able to see it if it's even going to be released in a theater near me but again for only one night september 14th so it's 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 a, it's a take, uh, I guess, just their own take on the prodigal son story. Right. So anyone familiar with the New Testament prodigal son story? Um, but it, it, anyway, it, it, I, it's not a religious movie. And I think I want to heavily stress that because for anyone who has read the book, the shack or even seen the movie, um, the author stresses very heavily that it's not religious, but it is spiritual, and and he makes you know kind of the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, the if you go to the the heart of man website, their their I guess their quote or their motto on the movie is called "Our brokenness is a bridge and not a barrier." And so I think this is going to be for anyone who is very interested in in a more spiritual type movie, you know, one about more human understanding, life. Things like that. I this I, I'm I'm gonna see this movie, whether it's in theaters or when it comes out to video, whenever, I'm for sure gonna see this movie. But yeah, definitely wanted to make note of this just because of my own personal interest in it. So yeah, it's called The Heart of Man, only out for one night nationwide, Thursday, September fourteenth. So <laughs> again, week three. So yeah. Um okay. A- anything else from week three?
1: Uh, I don't have any.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and do week four. Week four is going to be highlighted by the sequel to uh, Kingsman. So this is going to be Kingsman, the Golden Circle, uh, starring again Aaron um, Egerton. Uh, But this time we're going to have Channing Tatum, Halle Berry, Jeff Bridges, Julianne Moore, Mark Strong. Uh, Well, Mark Strong is going to be back in the Kingsman movie. Um, And so, uh, again, I, I don't know if I want to give away too much about the plot. Just know that it's a sequel. It looks good. I think there, you know, a lot of people like the first Kingsman movie um, just from what I saw in the trailer. It looks pretty good. This time we're going to get, uh, get the Kingsmen partnered up and allied up with uh, the Statesmen, you know, so yeah. the U S version of their secret service organization, at least uh, within this, you know, universe. Um, so I, I looking forward to that one. Also, we're going to have battle of the sexes starting uh starring Emma stone, Steve Carell, um, Elizabeth Shue, Bill Pullman. So this is actually based off a true story, 1973 tennis match. Um, it looks good. I, I think, I think it definitely, um, is, you know, has good potential to be a good movie. Kind of yeah. one of those, you know, maybe those, um, the dark horses for even like, you know, you know, an award nomination movie, I think. Yeah. Um, but the one I'm actually most excited to see is Victoria and Abdul so this is starring judy dench and um ali fazal i think that's how you say it so this is about queen victoria she befriends um a young indian um i guess he's like a clerk or like a uh like a not he's not a servant but he's just i think he's a clerk or something like that but his name's abdul they they create this really close friendship um, yeah. from the trailer, I am sold already. I want to see yes. this movie. So, those are the three that I had. What about you?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, first on Victoria and Abdul, I I'm sold on that too. Um. In that one, I love Judy Dench. She's one of my favorite uh, women, British actors. She's yes. always been. She's always been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I think that this film could be a lot. I mean, it's directed by Stephen Frears. Friars. I don't. Um. Who did, like, Philomena, Florence uh, Foster Jenkins, The Queen. He has a bunch of films that are just great. So I'm really signed on for that. Um, Kingsman, I have to admit, I haven't seen those films. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, obviously, prior to seeing that, I mean, for anyone who does read my reviews or haven't, I always do a... uh, preparation watching even if i've seen the film so i will be doing that right yeah. um which i always think is kind of fun because you can like you see how the story really goes really well so i'm i'm excited for that cuz it has um a lot of good people as you mentioned another one that i i saw that came out was called stronger mm. and it stars uh jake jenhall which is about a guy who loses his legs at the boston um, Oh, marathon yeah, bombing
0: yeah no yeah i've seen a preview for that I, I i forgot to include that one yeah that one looks good
1: yeah i'm one jake Dennon hall has been deserving of a at least an oscar nomination for i don't know like the past few years he's done a lot of great roles mm-hmm. i mean and just to name a few obviously uh nightcrawler I personally really loved him in Prisoners. Um, I just
0: just watched Southpaw for the first time. I thought he was really good in that.
1: Yeah, that's also a really fantastic film. So, like, I mean, he's been acting worthy enough for this for a while. So I think it looks good. Um, I think there's a lot of potential there for it to be a good film because, obviously, there's a very strong connection there for a lot of um, Americans and also a lot of um, Bostonians. I think is how you say Mm it, what you call people from Boston. Mm -hmm. So there's there's obviously a big... Because that was obviously a very big event, as it is almost every year at the Boston Marathon. So I think that that has a potential to be good. The only thing that's kind of iffy about it is the director, um, because he's the director of Pineapple Express, (sighs) which is a completely different type of film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but... I'm willing to see it because I really like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. So
0: yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I think that was a, a worthy addition to that week. So, yeah. okay, Andre, why don't you head to wrap it up and uh, let's do the last Friday in uh, September. So this would be September 29th.
1: Um. Okay. So there's a film that I think um, I'll start it off. I guess with a decent one is American Made, mm-hmm. which is by um, Doug uh, Linman or Lemon. I, um, who, which stars Tom Cruise. It's about the true story of uh, Barry Seal, who was a U.S. pilot who ended up who became a drug smuggler. And it also has Dom Gleason again. And he's doing a lot apparently. Um, and yeah, I, no kidding. I I'm excited for this, but I'm also I'm always hesitant whenever I see Tom Cruise because I always think he's the same type of action hero in every action hero that he does (laughs) um and i'm always skeptical of that but i like uh the director a lot like i mean he they did um edge of tomorrow which i think is a great film and so they worked on that together so like i there's a lot of potential because of that and so i'm excited for that one um there's also a movie called till death does us part which Um, is directed by the guy who did You Got Served. Um, That was the only big-name one that I could pick from him. Um, It stars uh, Tay Diggs. And um, the only other main person in that, his name is Malik Yoba. Um, And for anyone who has seen Cool Runnings, it's Yul Brenna. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's in it. Um, It's basically about this, uh, I guess... um, abusive marriage and so this woman basically has to, she gets out of it she goes into hiding she falls in love with a Diggs character but then the husband come comes back so it's kind of like a romantic horror film I guess hmm. I don't really think that that one's gonna be any good um, then there's also flatliners yeah. which, which is a sequel to so, a, okay so this was
0: what I was gonna I ask know. you because I thought it was a remake. But when I was researching this, Kiefer Sutherland, who is in the original, the 1990 Flatliners, his character is the same character in this Flatliners. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so it made me wonder, is this a sequel?
1: I, I, from what I've read, it says sequel.
0: Interesting. Very interesting.
1: But it's the exact same name. So I don't, you could be just as right. I don't actually know. Um, but I know, like you said, it stars Kiefer Sullivan again, Ellen Page, Diego Luna, yeah, and also James Norton. Um, I don't know if how well he is known in the States, but I saw him in, um, he did a BBC uh, War and Peace, um, and he did re- really well in that. So I really like him. So the cast seems decent, and it's about uh, essentially these medical students who push the limits of death and basically i guess um they start having some
0: trippy experiences yeah (laughs) that obviously
1: lead to bad things which thus is the movie right um it's directed by the guy i don't i don't want to try pronouncing his name but who did the original girl with the dragon tattoo like the swedish version so i think there's a lot of pluses there but i'm not so sure about it. Um, and then the last film, which I'm actually now, because I just discovered it, I think maybe a few days ago, it's called Mark Felt. It's a really long title. The Man Who Brought Down the White House.
0: Huh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's about, it's a spy film about Watergate. Um, and It's about the FBI agent who basically um, was a whistleblower um, to the newspapers. And, it's from the director of concussion starring Will Smith and the main actor is Liam Neeson.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, and I think this actually is a looks like a really good film. I love like these types of like spy films. I love those and I love like conspiracy and stuff like that and this is a true story. So, I love things when that happens and Liam Neeson I think is a great actor and I think he just has kind of gone up and down on certain films, and I really love him as an actor, and also as Diane Lane and Josh Lucas. So I think that for that week, that's the one I'm most excited about. But yeah, and but that's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, no,
0: that's about it. You know, and you know, so just I guess kind of summing up the month of September. You know, I I think sometimes when in just as casual movie fans or movie goers, you know, you kind of look at what's coming out. And because there are not recognizable names or brands or franchises like superhero movies or Star right. Wars or something recognizable like that, the month might seem ho hum. But after talking about all these movies coming out in the five Fridays in September, I think it could be a pretty good month. I really do. I think there's some yeah. good movies coming out.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's obviously not going to, I don't think it's going to get the same numbers as some of the summer months. But no, I mean, no. That's why they're summer blockbusters and right, not right. September blockbusters. I guess. Yeah. So like the move, the summer movies are meant to do that. So when you come to these later months, obviously, as the next few months come on, we're going to start getting into Oscar season, and there's going to be a lot of those films that are just really pushing for those. So I mean, they're not going to be superhero films aside from. Thor and, uh, Justice and... Justice League. Justice mm-hmm, League, mm-hmm. which... Uh, I mean, I don't anticipate those getting Oscar noms, <laughs> but, no. <laughs> but but then again, Suicide Squad is an... Uh, academy award winning film so (laughs) i mean it it, it could happen um but i mean those are obviously in the next coming months there's going to be a lot more of those type of dramatic roles um dramatic movies excuse me that obviously are pushing for academy awards but for me i love those i love this time of year too yeah so like it's just a different time of year different time movie and different type of experience it doesn't have to be as uh i guess blockbustering yeah, well, I no, can- I, I'm with
0: you. I'm with you. Okay, Andre, let's go ahead and wrap up this uh, this this segment and this podcast, um, and let's let's uh, choose which movie from the month of September we are most excited to see. Why don't you go first?
1: Um, this is actually, I guess, the hard thing because a lot of them I'm like very excited for, but like all on the same level. But I, if I had to pick one, I would say Mother, and for Ooh. the s- reasons I described, and that's just because I really like the director. I like psychological type of stuff. Uh, I think it has a good cast. I love Javier Bardem. I love uh, Jennifer Lawrence in some ways, mm-hmm. um, and Ed Harris. I think is a yeah. older actor, but yeah. he's really good. So like, I'm really excited for that one. And, but and I say that. Uh, not to say that I'm not excited for other films, but that one for me, I think has to me the most intrigued about the this coming month.
0: yeah, so I, and gosh, it was tr- it was kind of hard for me to choose. um yeah, so okay, so the heart of man, I'm really excited to see that one, but I, I'm gonna exclude that one just because it, it it's only gonna be out for one night, so yeah, <laughs> um, so for me, it kind of came down to either it, Victoria and Abdul, or Kingsman. So, I, I, oh, man, I don't, I think I'm going to go with Victorian Abdul. I think there is, nice. there is a lot of potential for a very character and story driven movie that is yeah. just, it, it, I I just think Judy Dench is going to really shine in this movie. And so, um, so yeah, so I think Victorian Abdul is the one that I'm going to choose for kind of my most anticipated movie. So. Um, but you know, I think, I think mother is very worthy of that selection too. It's, it's got a huge cast. There's a lot of mysterious and intrigue going into the movie. Um, you know, and for, for September, for it kind of be a, you know, just another one of those lighter months. I could, I think it could shine as well. So yeah, Andre. All right, man, that's it. Uh, Gosh, man, an hour has gone by and we've just been talking about movies that we haven't seen yet. So uh, (laughs) that's good stuff, man. I I was happy to have you back on. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to do this monthly episode with you. Um, So why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and give your plug and let the listeners know how they can read your reviews and just follow you on social media.
1: Um, well anyone can follow me at at the formal review it's the same thing for twitter instagram and also facebook um i'm also my reviews are on box off box office buzz which is to follow them it's uh, at box office and then buzz with one z then you have film hype um where i write for them as well and their twitter handle is uh, film hype h-y-p-e h-q and they um send out my reviews and i see a lot of films and i also do some live tweeting from time to time which <laughs> i think is always a lot of fun yes it um, is so check me out and hopefully you'll enjoy the time of the movies like i do or or not it's up to you however <laughs> you <kind of> feel <laughs> yeah
0: no we have a great conversation on twitter i think that's one of the more engaging uh social media platforms, um, you know, for anyone interested to join in the conversation. And so listeners, we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, you know, just getting ready to look forward to the month of September. What's coming out. Thank you for downloading today's episode. And we really hope you stay up to date with each episode that backseat directors puts out. And so, You can find us and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I guess it's been rebranded. Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and really any other podcast platform that you can find. Um, And leave us a rating. Let us know how, how you think the podcast is going. Um, Yeah, so uh, specifically on Apple Podcasts, that's where we really like to see those ratings and five-star reviews. Um, So again, uh, on behalf of Andre, the formal review, this is Andre, Backseat Directors, signing out. We'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Directors theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album, Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids, and all of their other music on
1: iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast. Let's go
0: to the movies and see a show.